Okay, um, once again, I hope this works because I don't know how to do it. Okay, this is my first podcast. I'm really excited and I'm really grateful that Taylor and Lauren are doing it with me because um, I do feel like it's my lifeline and I feel like it's the... I also feel like I do need to talk about some stuff and I I might as well record it. I don't know. Uh, I also think this is good because Taylor's been in a few relationships. She's 27, mm-hmm. so I feel like she would. Lauren's 19. She's never had like an official boyfriend. But I think you bring an interesting perspective because I also feel like when we discuss relationships, we're really biased to our own. And I don't think that you really do that. So, Lauren, do you feel like watching Taylor and I go through breakups has changed if you want to be in a relationship soon? Honestly, no. Not to say I haven't seen you go through it. <laughs> Not to say that I haven't seen Riley sobbing her eyes out. Been there. But I think no. you might have seen all of them. Yeah, no, I've been there. Or at least been in, like, direct <laughs> aftermath. <laughs> yeah, no, I've seen the aftershock. Not to say you haven't been going through it, but no, I don't think it's really... Okay, changed. good, good happy for you thanks um actually this is for both of you i think you can both answer this but taylor do you feel like you've made the most of being single um that's a good question uh i do i do um i think like i've traveled a lot and i've been to a lot of places and you know i've lived at home i've lived with roommates i've lived at home again and then with roommates again and i think I've done a lot of the things that people, you know, say that they want to do before they get married. I feel like yeah. I've crossed a lot of those off my list. Yeah, I think you have, too. I think you have, yeah. too. Uh, do you feel like, Lauren, you've made the most of being single? Yeah, uh, Taylor's had more life experience than me, for sure. But I've gotten to go on some pretty cool trips, focus on, like, moving out, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Moving to a different state, all that's been cool. That's true. Getting to yeah. be independent. Yeah, I, I'm always like amazed. It's not a bad thing at all, but when I meet someone that like went from their parents' house to being married, yeah. it just confuses me. Mm-hmm. Also yeah. confuses me how people meet in like high school and get married because yeah. I I just don't know how you do that. Get married, period. Meet someone that likes you. You like them back. You seal the deal. Yeah, could not be lot. me. <laughs> That's magic right there. Could not be me. Taylor, do you feel like your past relationships were worse or like worth? The frustration that you have or do you wish that you just like skipped them um no like I don't really have any big regrets about any of them like I obviously none of them worked out but I do think that I learned something from each of them and that I did grow as a person through them mm-hmm. like if I had to do it over again like there might be some things I would change but I don't have any really big regrets no yeah that's probably healthy. Yeah. can learn something from every relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've talked about this before, but I do wish in my first relationship that I'd, like, had an ounce of chill. Just a little. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I really didn't. And I feel like some of the things that I really got on about or on him about, and there were, like, huge deal breakers, I probably do all of those now. Mm-hmm. Like, they really weren't a big deal. Not yeah. as earth-shattering as they seem. No. They seemed huge, and I don't care at all. I think that's probably true of a lot of first relationships. Like, you just don't have the experience in in relationships and also in life mm-hmm. to really, like, know, you know, what is a big deal and what isn't and what who even you are as a person and things that you care about and things that you don't later. Yeah. No, I think that's true. I think that's true. Uh, Taylor, just, like, open question. What do you think you've learned from dating and like experiences in dating because you definitely have the most that's true (laughs) um i think definitely something that i've learned is kind of like conflicting lessons but like on the one hand like not to settle and not to like put yourself in a relationship where you're just like this isn't really what i want and i don't really want to do this but it's better than being single like Mm -hmm. that's not something to do at all but on the other hand, to also, like, sometimes learn to be content with things. Like, there's things that it might not be ideal, and it's not, like, maybe what you pictured, 
but it might not actually be earth shattering. It might not actually be a deal breaker. Yeah. And sometimes, I think people, especially in our generation, really like look for that like ideal, like that perfect person, like on a pedestal, that perfect relationship. And that just doesn't really happen. It's kind of a recipe for unhappiness because you're always chasing this impossible thing. And it's sometimes it's okay to be like, this is, this is good enough. Mm-hmm. And, and that's okay. Gotta work through the X. You get yeah. it. <laughs> and there are so many. <laughs> I, I feel like, like one of the biggest things I've learned from dating is that, and Taylor explained this to me, is that I'm really used in relation or used in relationships to going on highs and lows mm-hmm. where like it's going really well or it's going terrible and it's going really well and it's going terrible, which isn't really healthy, but it is exciting. Right. And I feel like I've learned that sometimes in a healthy relationship, it doesn't feel that interesting. Right. Sometimes contentment might be a little more boring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or you're like worried that you don't actually like them because you don't, you just don't feel like you're on I don't know, like drugs the whole time. like spikes in them. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I've gone through that recently where I just like, I, it's like, it doesn't, it's not actually a rut. It's just life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You don't need like an adrenaline rush every like minute. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually much healthier to have something more stable. That's true. And the reality of most relationships in your life, romantic or platonic, is that they're not like, not every second can be, like, amazing. Mm-mm. Like, sometimes it's just, like, meh. Mm-hmm. And you have to, like, be able to work through that and just, like, enjoy the... When it is, like, really nice. Yeah. And you don't put that pressure on other relationships in your life. So right. it would make sense that no, that would work you out in romantic relationships all yeah. the time. Mm-hmm. No, that's a really good point. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay. Lauren, what's something that you feel like you have learned just from watching people date? interesting yeah I feel like I don't have as romanticized a version of relationships I've seen I feel like I've just kind of seen the realistic points of them Mm -hmm. kind of what we've talked about and that it is a lot of hard work yeah and you don't necessarily have like a soulmate that is just perfect yeah there's gonna be things you dislike about everyone yeah and things you like about everyone so Mm -hmm. just working through do you feel like you learned that from watching your friends date or from your family I think actually a lot from, like, my family. Mm-hmm. I've seen, like, several different relationships growing up. And I yeah. think that did mold my perception of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would imagine so. Because Taylor and I come from a super, just a regular family. Yeah. There's, like, nothing out of the ordinary in mm-hmm. our family. And I feel like you've seen a lot of, not even ups and downs, but just Change. changes. Yeah. I'm from a blended family. <laughs> like, in the ninja pulse blended family. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Do you feel like even though you haven't dated those relations or like the way that it was so blended and changes, you might take that to your relationship? Yeah. I think interestingly enough, I can't really picture myself with just like the normal family, which is Hmm. I think the ideal. It's what I would like shoot for. Mm -hmm. But I think I do have, I can like see myself in more of like the change that comes to different relationships. It's more normalized to me. Like a non-traditional setting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm almost curious. I want you to have a boyfriend. And I know it sounds horrible, but I do kind of want you to have a breakup. Because I want to see, like, how you handle it versus how I handle it. Dude, me mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Me too. I think you're going to handle it a lot better. <laughs> Exponentially. <laughs> yeah. Not necessarily better. Maybe maybe less crying. Just different. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> well, yeah. I think it's interesting because, like, Riley and I both handle breakups really differently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, Riley... Like, with everything in our life, not just relationships, but especially with relationships, I think you tend to be, like, a really 100% in or out person. Mm-hmm. Like, you either really like someone and you really don't. And, like, mm-hmm. if you're in a relationship, you're 100% in. And if it doesn't work out, it's, like, really devastating. Mm-hmm. And, like, with me, I tend to be, like, very... Like, I don't put that much of myself in very early on. Mm-hmm. Like, I yeah. tend to hold a lot of myself back. So if it doesn't work out... I'm not that upset, but at the same time, it kind of handicaps me because it puts me in like, (laughs) it, it puts me in this weird situation where like, I don't feel like I commit to Mm -hmm. a relationship 
And I think it's, it's kind of like a defense mechanism too, to a degree. So Mm -hmm. I'd be interested to see like you in a relationship, like, are you the kind of person that, that like commits? (laughs) Are you like a hundred percent in or are you like, oh, let's wait and see. Like, let's just like, yeah, Yeah. I I don't know. I genuinely don't know what you would do. It's a real Russian roulette. Yeah. Couldn't tell you. Because I know, Taylor, you've had, like, a few relationships that you did that, but I do think you've had one where you didn't, and you were very committed to it. And I wonder if it's, like, extrovert, introvert, because I'm pretty extroverted, but I don't remember you talking about it as much. Yeah. And I, like, literally can't shut up about it. (laughs) Hence the podcast. (laughs) I'll even, like, tell the person that I'm, like, I was, like, this is the worst situation I've ever been in. No, that's true. This is the worst I've ever felt. (laughs) That's true. I think, like, like with my first boyfriend, who I was definitely, like, the most serious about, like, emotionally, the most invested in emotionally, I did, like, want to die for a year. Really? Like, I I didn't want to be alive for a year, and I hated it. Some of those stories are so depressing. They are, yeah. Um, But, like, I didn't really talk about it. because I don't remember you. I didn't even know it was that bad. I just sort of processed it by myself. More internally. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if that's, like, better or worse, but it is different, for sure. Do you feel like... uh, Did you talk to anybody? Because I know you didn't talk to me. I was really young. Yeah, you were. Um... I didn't. <laughs> and if you were talking, I wasn't listening. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure I did. Like, I don't really have any distinct memories of any conversations. Like, I'm sure I talked to to mom about it at some point, mm-hmm. um, or or some of my friends. But I think for the most part, I just kind of like worked through it by myself. Yeah. Like yeah. I just sort of did my own thing and tried to like process it yeah or not process it depending on just push it deep deep yeah, yeah. deep down yeah. i don't know how to do that because if there's one thing i'm gonna do it's talk about oh it. everyone's gonna know about <laughs> <it>. yeah <laughs> yeah it's funny that you bring up mom because i've been thinking a lot about the fact that mom I, like every time i go through this i go to mom i'm like so heartbroken i'm crying and it's like this and mom does that thing where she's like oh my god baby i'm so sorry that's awful so <laughs> yeah like anyway <laughs> anyway and i think it might be because mom doesn't rarely if ever lets a man like derail her life that's true she doesn't get it she's a no cindy presser's an alpha yeah <laughs> and she's like for herself you know like yeah. she yeah she's not gonna let a man like make her upset <laughs> no she's not she always tells that story of how one of her boyfriends like broke up with her and it was like she's like oh it was devastating to me i cried the whole train ride home (laughs) and then she was done yeah and go sandy yeah yeah no i think honestly that is a great way to be it is yeah ideal it is but i don't relate to that at all like at all that is not how you handle no i cried for two years (laughs) it was two years a little bit of the wallow you know, that's yeah. good. Enough. I do wallow. <laughs> yeah, I do. I wallow. Taylor, is there something that now that you're older, you wish that you had done differently in relationships? Um, I do think, like, I think if there was one thing I would, I would go back and kind of change, it's that some of the relationships that I... I was in I think I really did commit to being in that relationship too fast I don't think I took the time to like like get to know them without that pressure of being in a relationship just as like friends or just as people Mm -hmm. and then I didn't even really know if I liked them before I was like yeah like let's do this thing let's get to know each other Mm -hmm. and then you know pretty early on it became apparent that actually there wasn't Mm-hmm. what I had maybe thought was there. Mm-hmm. And it would have been better to kind of take my time and move a little bit slower before, like, actually committing, like, yeah, let's let's do this. Mm-hmm. Spend you. time in more of the different stages of a relationship. Exactly. Yeah. But, like, especially the early, like, just talking, just, like, figuring out even if this is, like, something that I want to pursue. Yeah. If it, what my feelings actually are. Why 
stage you choose those relationships? <laughs> no, because it, is it like an intuition thing or was it just like a situational thing? Um, because I feel like mine's just like a gut reaction. I just like yeah. know. I do think you do that. Yeah. yeah, I'm just like oh okay. You either like somebody or you don't. Yeah, because I'll easily true. like throw it back too. True. Like it, yeah. Throw that fish back. <laughs> Plenty more. <laughs> yeah, because there's a lot more. <laughs> um. I think I did see a potential there where I was like, this person does have qualities that I like and they bring something to the table that I like. And I felt, I don't know if like I, I tricked myself into thinking that there was something there or if there was something there, like with my feelings that then just kind of like, as I got to know them a little bit better, just sort of went away. Mm -hmm. Like I don't really have a good answer on it. Yeah. Yeah, she just kind of did it. I did, I did. I just <laughs> did it. Jesus and then I was like, I actually don't want to do it. <laughs> yeah. Because I feel like even if I'm not on good terms, or even if my perception of them changed, I still know exactly why. Like, yeah. I know every single reason why I did that. Right, yeah. Yeah. Nah. No. <laughs> yeah, I don't have to <laughs> Nah. Um, they were just there. The <laughs> they were there, and I was like, yeah, I think there's something here. And then that's there actually wasn't. so interesting. I don't think I've asked you that before. <laughs> that is so because we make fun of Taylor sometimes. Oh, you do, yeah. Yeah, for like the people she's dated. I've never. Oh, we asked. love to like wait. Texas. <laughs> oh, it's brutal. It's a fun party game. It is, yeah, like whenever it's slow, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I'll pull out Taylor's roster from the past. It's not a fun game for me. Everyone else loves it. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I know that. <laughs> hmm. That is actually really interesting okay. i have to think about that and i have another question about that right. to dwell See if on you have that a follow-up. yeah to dwell on that uh i guess this is for both of you do you feel like your type has changed over the years or have you ever had a type i don't know that i have a super strong type yeah i feel like i'm drawn to more extroverted people and i don't know if mm-hmm. that's ever really changed yeah <clears throat> I think the type of person that I've always been attracted to is like kind of the loudest, most obnoxious ENFP in the center of the room with a guitar. <laughs> and it is also like my antitype. Like it is, yeah, it's not a good fit for me, but that is the person I'm usually like, oh, there's the one for me. Yeah. And you can just sense their presence. I yeah. can. I can. There's a, there's somebody there with a guitar ready to play a it's song the, that they wrote. Ugh, it's the guitar for me. <laughs> it is. It's a okay. classic bit. I do remember that one of Taylor's boyfriends at like, <laughs> like a party <laughs> that nobody was expecting. It was just like a house party that he invited people to come over for dinner. And at one point he like called everyone aside. Yep. And it was an original was a meeting. <laughs> yeah, like we didn't know, but he gathered us because he specifically had written an original song that he wanted to perform For in front group. of us. We respect the confidence. Yeah, you know? it was also a super emotional song, very personal. It a was, little too personal, <laughs> maybe. It was an extremely uh, just cringy moment in it my was. life, and the, yeah. the thing is. I wasn't dating him yet. I dated him oh after my that. That's the oh, That's the worst part. I do remember. I like asked her after. I was like, "Hey, just checking in. Do you still like him?" And she <laughs> I was, was like, like, "Yeah, I, I still like him." Sadly, yes. At least you knew. Ugh. That's true. At least you knew. It was so. <laughs> I think you were friends before with, with that person. With that him might... for sure. Yeah. yeah. That was definitely one of the very few that I did that. Yeah. And, I agree. And we were def- we were friends for a long time. Yeah. I don't... Somehow I still made that choice. And I, <laughs> I don't know how. Because I also know that person. Uh, do you feel like with that person you were ever romantic? Because I... The whole time we were growing up, I remember you guys being extremely platonic. Was it just homies? Just homies with feelings. Best homies. <laughs> um, I mean... We didn't really date very long, mm-hmm. so I don't know. I feel like there were, I feel like there was chemistry to a degree. Yeah. 
Because we're also the type of friends who, like, fought a lot. Yeah. Which, by the way, is not a good foundation for, like, an actual relationship. <laughs> I don't know that's about like, that. That's, like, in the movies. I feel like rom-coms and stuff are always like, yeah, this is chemistry. And actually, it's just that you don't like each other. I I don't know if I agree with that. Because I feel like being indifferent about someone is probably the worst way to be. I mean, that's, that's true. true. Yeah. Like, it could be there's, worse. There's, like, nothing there. I I think you've told me before that there's a fine line between love and hate. That's true. And... It definitely is a kind of chemistry to fight with somebody. I just don't know if it's, like, the healthiest. Yeah. No, that's, that's fair. That might be fair. And I think that's kind of more what we had. And when we were together, I think I think he really tried to be, like, romantic. And he had great dates. Like, he planned mm-hmm. really great dates. But I think... I don't know if there ever was really, like, any true romantic chemistry. Yeah. Like, I, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. That might not be the most sustainable, yeah. or like bickering kind of chemistry. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you? I love dates. They're so much fun. I love dates. Yeah. But did you ever go on a date with the person you were actually in love with, or that you did love? No. Oh my god. No. That sucks. No, we never did. It was that always sucks. that like very teenage way of like dating, not dating, like. You're in a relationship, but it's not, like, official, and you just, like, hang out with your friends. Yeah. That was... That was classic. Yeah. Yeah. No, that happens all the time. And it is a really cringy thing, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Not not, not great. I've been there, though. Yeah. It's it's a very teenage way to handle things. That's funny. Our... Sorry. Are there any deal breakers? I actually love this question. I love asking people their deal breakers. Were there any deal breakers that you didn't have that you do now for sure? That's a good question. And then Lauren, what are your deal breakers right now? Because this is actually really cool. You could listen back to this and be like, yeah, that either has changed or hasn't. Yeah. Lauren, why don't you go first and I'll think about it. Yeah. Interesting. I have one for Taylor, and it's the bringing a guitar to a bar. <laughs> I mean, that is a horrifying thing. Yes, you're not wrong. Do you think too. genuinely, if you really like someone now, and, you're, <laughs> and you like did really like them, it's going really well, and you guys go to like a picnic or something, they and got, he like, says, the guitar case on their back. <laughs> it would, it would give me pause. That really? Yeah. Not- yeah. I would not go over well. Like mild PTSD. It would. Like, I think I'd just be like, oh my god. <laughs> Another one. An attention <laughs> No! It's bad. I, like, I don't want to offend anyone with a guitar, but like, why are you doing that? Why do you just show up at a gathering where nobody asked you to bring a guitar? Nobody no, that's the thing. Nobody <laughs> did. And you show up as if this is a gathering just to listen to you. Like, we're trying to talk. nobody asked for that yeah someone said that like men should buy guitars on the black market amen for real though yeah like keep that in your closet keep that to yourself exactly yeah that's yeah that's gonna hurt somebody's feelings but that we we mean it in love yeah Yeah. but all seriousness (laughs) with love but i'm not kidding (laughs) i feel this way about most men in general but specifically in relationships so like yeah. You know. I love words of affirmation. That's probably like one of my biggest love languages. But the idea of someone writing me like a song. Oh. I can't. Don't oh. ever do that. Don't talk about an ick. I literally I think I would leave. I don't think I don't think I could remain like in that situation if they're actively singing to me. No. I just can't. No, in public? I can't. So yeah. I can't. No. No. You guys want to know a new ick that I have? That I'm keeping for myself. Dying. Mine is like Picturing a man like whitewater rafting. Oh, <laughs> it's, I oh I can't. That like makes it makes me With shiver. The little, little ah, stop! Oh, the little foot stuck in the uh, the like wrinkly like raisin fingers. Yeah, it's so bad. No, it's rough. You're uh, not wrong. About no one that. looks their best. No, it's no. not. It's not a situation you ever want to do. Like if you want someone to like you, oh or if God. you want to be attracted to someone else, don't do that. Together. Sometimes I wonder if when I get married, I'm gonna have to like, <sighs> just like don't do we it. We can pray not. <laughs> if you're trying to end a relationship, take them whitewater rafting. Yeah. 
<laughs> they will be mutual. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, do you Taylor, do you have any deal breakers now? Um It is a it's a very good question. Mm-hmm. I don't have a very good answer right off the top of my head. No, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. This is like so so basic, but I think it is important the way they treat like like their waitress. Again, that's so basic. Yeah, but no, but that's just like, so true. Or just people like, in the service industry. People in service in general, like... Yeah. How do they treat them? Really no. just being polite. Again, that's very basic, but that is a big one. It's but a, for some people, one. you'd be surprised how dense they are. Yeah, mm-hmm. they just don't get it. Yeah. yeah. Especially as a server, that is one of the first things that I pick up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that is something that, even in platonic relationships, is a deal breaker. It's extremely yeah. unattractive. Yeah. Yeah. I also think it's a deal breaker if you can only be nice to people that you're attracted to. Yeah. Like, I feel like they mm-hmm. should be kind and polite and, like, looking out for other people's interests, whether you want to date them or not. Mm-hmm. Right. And even if we're in a relationship, that doesn't mean that you can't be kind to other women. Mm-hmm. Right. That's a deal breaker for me. No, it's weird when men, like, ignore other women and act like they don't exist. Yeah. It's very yeah. weird. I agree. I agree. I've never understood why women don't want a man that has platonic relationships. Yeah. I don't get that. No. Because I think it's, it's like, a very bad sign. When yeah. you see, or you meet a man and he doesn't have any, like, women friends. Like, yeah. none of his friends are girls. It's mm-hmm. very weird. Because I think it makes me feel like if there's ever a lull in my relationship or if, like, someday he's not attracted to me, what if he's just, like, not kind to me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's true. totally on the table, right? It shows an aspect of their character. Yeah. Yeah. That they see women's worth as like whether or not they date them or not yeah 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 i hate that another really basic one but the way they treat their family i know Mm -hmm. everyone says that yeah i think everyone thinks though that they're gonna treat like their girlfriend different oh that's my girlfriend but like Mm -hmm. eventually if things work out she'll be your family Mm -hmm. so i think that is important that's true like once the new wears off and it's not like the shiny new relationship you kind of lose your manners and you treat somebody the way you treat your family. Yeah, yeah for sure. That's true. Yeah. One of my deal breakers, one of my green flags is if they have sisters. Mm-hmm. One yes. of my deal breakers is if they don't like their sister. Like, you mm-hmm. have to give me a concrete reason as to why you don't like your sister. They'd have to be a heinous person. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, yeah, I don't like that. Because I surely, there's something that you don't like about your sister that I can guarantee you I do. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I guarantee you. That's true. Yeah. That's true. If you guys think of another deal breaker, feel free to. No, I'm going to think about it. Because, like, I have my deal breakers, but I'm trying to think if there's anything new. Mm -hmm. Like, if there's any that I've, like, added to that list. And I'm just, like, going through them. So, like, I'll I'll come back to it if I I come up with something. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel like... I'm just going back a little bit. But I do feel like my type has changed a little bit. And I, I do also feel like it's the completely the same. Because mm-hmm. I think on paper, if you look at the people I've dated or the people I've been interested in, they're actually more alike than different. Mm-hmm. But I think I chose each of those relationships because it was drastically different than the last. Yeah. You always kind of like go for something different than what your last relationship was. Yeah. I feel like. Which is ironic because when I put them on a little like whiteboard, they're Weren't actually that really <laughs> similar. Like, yeah, it's not yeah. that different. Yeah. That's true. I think I always pick people that are very different than me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think you do. Yeah. I think you tend to seek out kind of like a compliment to yourself. Like yeah. the the yin to your yang, like the the puzzle piece that fits your puzzle piece. Yeah. Not like a copy, like a... What's Carbon copy? Carbon copy. Yeah. Yes. Kind of opposites attract. Yeah. yeah. Like I don't... I think there was one person who was like interested in you that he really was very similar to you. Like was he in... the same personality type as me? Oh, no, no, no. I'm thinking yeah. of... Okay, I think I know who you're thinking yeah. of. But, like, I don't think you were ever attracted to him. Like, for several reasons, but, like, one of the big ones was just because you felt like you were kind of, like... It would be like dating yourself. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's something no, that's never that. appealed to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I think that's true. I think, like, even subconsciously, I sort them out that way. True. Yeah. 
I rarely, if ever, are attracted to men that are really anxious. Because mm-hmm. I'm so anxious, I'd rather die. Yeah. Imagine if we both were. Dude, that's true. You yeah. might, like, cause, like, an God. explosion. Yeah. I can't even imagine that. Or, because I'm so... I don't know what it is. I'm so strict with certain things. Mm-hmm. And certain things bother me so much. Yeah. You're, like, it's not a, a bad thing at all, but you are a very rigid person. I am. Yeah. Like, that's just fundamental to your personality. Yeah. I don't think I've ever dated or been interested in someone that's very rigid. That's true. I actually like, don't know how they do it. Mm-hmm. Like, this fathoms me. Because I can't relate at all. They just go through their life. Just chilling. Yeah, like, how do you guys do that? I just do that? I wish Dude. I had any of that. An ounce of chill. Yeah. And you'd think that after dating several people like that, I would have any. And I don't. It's just not. I absolutely don't. That's not your core personality <laughs> at all. Mm-hmm. Not everyone can. Like, someone has to not be chill or nothing's going get to get done. That's True. what I tell myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely, like, <laughs> what I tell myself. It's very much the Monica Chandler um, archetype. I relate so much to Monica and Chandler. Yeah. Yeah. That scene in Friends where Rachel wants to go, like, or doesn't want to go to the eye doctor and to, like, try and not do it, she pours all the cereal everywhere. Yeah. And Monica, like, tries so, like, she so <laughs> desperately wants to clean it up and she leaves anyway. And then she goes back in and she's like, Chandler, like, please pick this up. <laughs> I, yeah. 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 Yeah, that is. That is you in a relationship for sure. Yeah, I absolutely hate it. One of my, actually, now I'm thinking about it, one of my absolute deal breakers is that they cook and clean. That's true. I didn't used to, like, need that, but, Oh, like, yeah. they need to cook and clean? Yeah. I was like, cooking and cleaning is a deal breaker? <laughs> I was like, what are you on? No, okay, I get it, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I don't want to do it. I, like, I don't want to do it. No, that's fair. Yeah. If they cook, a man that cooks, that's, that's true. a huge, like, that's a big that's deal. That's a green flag. That yeah, is sure. a green flag. That's true. Mm-hmm. And when I say I don't want to do it, um, what I actually mean is, like, I don't want to have to do it, and I don't want to, like, have to tell you. And you don't want to be the only one doing yeah, it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's, and that's fair. Like, to mm-hmm. be in an adult relationship and take care of a man as if he is a small child is embarrassing. I don't want to do that. Like, yeah. Pass. No. Yeah. Pass. Pass. I genuinely, like, after going through what I've gone through, I don't think I could ever be with someone that's, like, a dirty person. No. And some men are. They are. No. <sighs> Dude. The Nick Miller from Living with brothers? Archetype. Men are nasty. They are. Ugh. You need to clean up after yourself. Ew, it's so gross. It's so gross. And I never <laughs> had brothers, so I can't relate. Yeah. No. Ugh. Vile. But I almost wish if I did have brothers, I'd be, like, a more well-rounded person. <laughs> yeah. Be a little more used to it. Women that are, like, girls that have brothers, they, they're just, like, people. Prepared. They're brothers. prepared. Yeah, and yeah. I'm not prepared for any of it. Like, That's absolutely true. none of it. Hmm. Yeah, all my, all of this is just about, like, our type and deal breakers if they changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I could probably talk about for like hours. Yeah, if I, really I mean, think it is about a very it. good. It's a good question, and it leads to a lot of good, like, branches of, of yeah. conversation. I also think it's really important to figure out your deal breakers before you meet someone. That's true. Yeah, before the rose-colored glasses go. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I've never understood women that just end up in. Actually, is that Taylor? I mean, where you just like end up in relationships, and it's not even that they have bad taste; it's that they have no taste. Yeah, you're just with like you're just like like who? It's kind of like oh well, this works, and they end up in relationships with them. Which honestly, a lot of times they work. Yeah, but I think it's actually healthier to have some level of like standards and reflection. No, on, you want before you. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. See, I feel like I do that. And then I somehow end up in the same situation again, where, mm-hmm. like, I think this time that this person is, like, like, I do that thing where I'm, like, I should give it a chance. Yeah. I should, like, yeah. see if there's something here, and I should give it a chance. And then, like, you know, six weeks in, I'm, like, what have I done? Yeah. yeah. I, I don't want to be doing this. And it's not even that they're, like, a bad person at all. Mm-hmm. It's just that... It wasn't for me. Yeah. It wasn't mm-hmm. what I wanted at all. Well, I think people in general are actually really bad at knowing what they want. So mm-hmm. I think sometimes you kind of doubt yourself. 
Yeah. Maybe I thought I wanted that, but maybe this other thing would be better for me. Right. Like, maybe kind I should give try it a try. It yeah. Yeah. I wonder if I'm kind of the odd man out because I love that question of asking, like, who have you dated? Why did you date them? But I feel like I'm one of the only people that have, like, an answer off the top of my head. Because I've thought about yeah. it a lot. I think you put a lot of thought into the people that you date because, as stated earlier, you are such an all-or-nothing person. Yeah. And I just think, like, if you aren't, if you don't really like them, you aren't 100% in, you won't date them. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I think that does change things. Because I think a lot of people date someone when they're not 100% sure yet. Yeah. Yeah, which isn't really fair because it's part of, like, dating. Mm-hmm. Like, you're yeah. supposed to figure out if you're compatible. That's, li- that, that's what dating is. But, yeah, maybe it's, like, a thing with me where I'm, like, well, I don't know. I don't think I decide I'm going to marry someone right off the bat. No, I just think you know for a fact, 100% sure that you really like them. Yeah. And that you yeah. are committed to the relationship and trying to make it work. Yeah. That's probably true. Yeah. That's probably true. Interestingly, the majority of my type is the opposite. Yeah. Where they have, they're not as committed. They're definitely, like, still trying to figure it out. Yeah. I would say most of the people that you were, like, actually, like, in a committed relationship with um, were pretty flaky. As, yeah. like, a core part of their personality. Yeah. Like, yeah. very little structure there. Yeah. Like, leaf on the wind, you know? Yeah. No, I actually, I think that for sure. Uh, I had a question I was going to ask. Maybe it'll come back to me. Hmm. Well, while you think about it, is there anything else that anybody wanted to discuss? Like any, anything just marinating? I know this is silly, but going back to dates and how Taylor and I are so different. Yes. I love dates. They're mm-hmm. so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. I've always had, I've never had a bad date. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like literally ever. But it, I do remember a specific instance where Taylor was about to go on a date and she was so stressed out she had to take like anxiety meds. Like I had to go find my anxiety meds and tell her to take them because you were so stressed out. You didn't even want to go. You kept telling me you didn't want to go. And it was just a date. Which could be another extrovert introvert thing. Mm -hmm. Maybe. I feel like there is a lot of pressure to like you need to be presenting like the best version of yourself or a lot of pressure to like make it work out. Yeah, that could be stressful. Do you remember true. why you were so stressed out? Um, I think I remember. That was um, that was last year, right? Yeah, that was not your last relationship. It was the one before that. Yeah, no, I remember. I remember that. Um, I think I was just really like anxious about like the long term of it. Would this work out? Was there something here? what were his expectations going into it mm-hmm. and like I just I did feel really insecure about the whole thing mm-hmm. I didn't feel like really good about it but ironically I did feel better after that like I felt better after the date mm. like it yeah. went well enough that you were willing to continue the relationship right mm. but then it didn't really go anywhere after that <laughs> yeah 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 I think in a lot of ways I kind of also talk myself out of relationships mm-hmm. like I get to that stage where I'm like this either goes somewhere or it doesn't, and the idea of it going somewhere is so horrifying that I'm going to, like, talk myself out yeah. of it. You I may don't... be unintentionally also a little bit afraid of commitment. Yes. I mm-hmm. think I do, like, self-sabotage to a degree. And it's not like I really regret any of those relationships not working out. Like, I don't mm-hmm. look back and I'm like, wow, I missed a train. But I do feel like I self-sabotage. Yeah. Like, I kind of try and talk myself out of relationships after a certain point where I'm like, eh, yeah, Yeah, that's true. That's like, that's, that's exactly what happens. Like that noise she just made. (laughs) I've seen that. Heard that before. When you were dating them, did you tell them that, that you were anxious? Yeah, I think I did. I would, I tell them that I am anxious and that I, I wasn't sure Mm -hmm. about things. Um, how did they take that? Were they, like, really offended? Or were they like, oh, okay. No, I think cool. most of them... <laughs> I think most of them were really nice about it because it was, it was so early in it. 
Like, I think if yeah. you're, like, nine months down the road and you're like, actually, I'm really anxious about this and it doesn't feel yeah. good. Yeah, that's like, probably being true. being around you makes you want to crawl in my skin. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, you know, not in those words. But, like, <laughs> if you say that, like, like you're two weeks in, you're like, I am, like, I am kind of anxious and I'm not really sure what I want yet. Like, I think they were all, like, pretty nice about it. Yeah. Like, I never really dated anybody who was a huge jerk. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, except for, you know, Guitar Man. To a degree. He probably would have hurt his feelings. Yeah. Do you feel like in your relationships you communicated easily or no? Because that is... I've heard money and communication are mm-hmm. the biggest, like, problems in relationships. I think I... I think I really tried to be a good communicator, but what I usually ended up doing was just absorbing all of their stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, not giving any of mine. Yeah. Like, I don't know that I always was super healthy about, like, sharing how I was feeling or my deeper thoughts on things. Like, I think I did help hold a lot back on that. And yeah. it's not, like, a great... It's not, like, a great thing to do in a relationship. Did a lot of listening, but, like, not as much talking. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's something that... I don't know if I'd do it differently because I, I don't think it, I think it would have gone poorly. But I think from like when I started dating my first boyfriend to now, I drastically changed that. Mm-hmm. To where in my first relationship, I felt like I couldn't say anything yeah. or say that I was anxious or say that this bothered me. Like I, I remember like literally like telling myself to shut up. Right. And I feel like now I'm pretty like, actually like maybe to a fault extremely honest i think that's much healthier though yeah it's better to be honest to a fault than to bury your needs in a relationship yeah yeah which is a classic it's a classic bit for me but i also think women to a degree do that you think so i think a lot of women do that where they kind of try to put the man first not even like intentionally but like they try to like kind of create this perfect like world for them Mm -hmm. and they sort of absorb a lot of their own needs and wants and things that they're not really happy about in an effort to like make that person like happy Mm -hmm. yeah I think I think women are kind of like almost trained to do that in society Mm -hmm. and then it becomes really hard to like voice like I actually don't like this and I'm Mm -hmm. not happy with how this is going or how you handled this or because it shatters the illusion that this is perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's something that I learned about myself because I specifically remember someone that I dated. I don't remember how I brought it up, but I remember him saying like, this isn't going to work out because you need someone that can give you more emotionally. Mm -hmm. I remember being like really upset about that. I thought it was like stupid. He said that. (laughs) So mad. (laughs) And now I I think he was a hundred percent right. Yeah. Because I was a lot happier being with someone that had like, that was emotionally supportive. That's true. And I thought that I had that. Mm -hmm. Like I, I don't remember ever feeling like I needed that. Like, I didn't have that in that relationship, and now looking back and having what I had, I was like, ah. Yeah. It's actually it's actually a really fair point. Yeah. Yeah. No, that that was for the best that didn't work out. Yeah, I do for think sure. that would have been a really hard relationship to make work. For long sure. Term, sustainably. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let me see if I have any more questions. I don't know if I'm, like, a good communicator in a relationship, but I do know I communicate a lot. She does talk. <laughs> yeah. She is I, You'll know talk. what Riley wants. Yeah. I do talk. You know what's funny, too? This is not just in relationships. This is in platonic relationships, too. Is like, I process so externally that I really need someone that doesn't take offense to everything I say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because what I'm really doing is working out my thoughts out loud. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes you don't need to, like, react to what it is that's No, it, like, said. literally doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, it's just something that, like, you're processing that, like, not option isn't quite the right word, but, like, that possibility. Like, you're just processing. Yeah. You're yeah. just, like, talking it out or that thought or that, like, reaction or that feeling even where you're, like, it's just processing. Yeah. Yeah. Less of a filter. Yeah. yeah. I have no filter. And oftentimes, like, things that I'm so irritated about or so, like, anxious about, 
I'll say them one time and I'll wake up the next day and I'll be like, oh, it's actually. Ah. Wait, what was I talking about? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, I don't care about that. Like, at grow all. up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think I want to do a separate podcast about this, but just off the bat, Taylor, what do you think that's one thing that helped you through your worst breakup? Mm-hmm. Um, and Lauren, watching, especially your family, what do you think is like one thing that they did that worked through the worst like heartbreak they've ever had? Because mm-hmm. you've seen like not only change in your family, but ridiculous heartbreak, I'm sure. Yeah. Devastating moments. Yeah, devastating. <laughs> in fact, probably more than Taylor and I have ever been through because yeah. we've never been married. I've never dated someone for more than three months. Mm. Never. <laughs> ever. Ever. <laughs> you first. Um, okay. I think, especially at the, that time in my life, because, you know, I was very young and kind of icky and cringy. <laughs> I, Bowler hat Taylor. Yeah, fedora <laughs> Taylor. Fedora Taylor, as, as you know. Um, I think I put a lot... I, I looked for a lot of meaning in things. Mm-hmm. Like meaning in songs and meaning in movies. And I feel like I tried to make that... I don't know. Like I use those as anchor points. Which really? is embarrassing now. Icky. You feel like songs or were like I like in counseling I learned a lot about negative thought stoppers. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like that that's what you're saying? Um, not really thought stoppers, no. But like things that <laughs> wallow in thoughts a little more. Yeah, things like <laughs> I remember um, like songs that were just sad and. Ugh so cringy now but the, like, like emo like like in the moment like it it helped me to kind of process the fact that like i had lost something really important to me yeah yeah and that that like to grieve it i think yeah. grieving it is the best way to describe it like grieve that relationship and that life that i pictured for myself and i think that was something that that i did mm-hmm. yeah my two biggest tips in going through a breakup also i will say probably the most comforting thing in the worst part of your breakup is reminding yourself that at that moment or actually after that you don't care about your past relationships at all Mm -hmm, like not even a little bit there's absolutely no remnants of heartbreak that remain because you're so heartbroken at that moment yeah Yeah. which is actually really comforting Mm -hmm. because i remind myself that like that it's not going to matter in a year yeah because i've seen that like it's really hard right now but it'll get better like your slate gets wiped i think that is something like as an adult looking back on various parts of my life and relationships i think that's something that is a words of wisdom to remember that everything is temporary. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that seems kind of like scary, but at the same time, like no matter how like rough it is, like how bad you feel or how like uncomfortable it is, it is temporary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that moment is going to pass and that hour is going to pass and the day is going to pass. The month's going to pass. And by the time you look back on it, it'll be a year later. Mm -hmm. And like, it's just, it's all temporary. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. My two biggest tips for surviving a breakup is the first one is to like really sit there and be honest about everything that you didn't like. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you got to be like almost like brutal, like brutal. But if you're sure that relationship isn't going to go anywhere again, like you really have to sit there and remind yourself that there were reasons that you. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Which God forbid they ever find those lists. True. Because it's it's oh. literally it's not even fair. Like it's yeah. not even maybe even honest, but it's kind of like your lifeline. Sure. Yeah. It, yeah. You're kind of like de-romanticizing. Yeah. You have to like de-romanticize point. it. Yeah. You have to see them as people. Yeah. Yeah. My second is to completely gaslight yourself. Yeah, be like, mm, stop crying. No, yeah, I'll be like, Are you, you're crying. You're crying. You right really now? think this is worth crying about? Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, other people have it worse. Do you ever think yeah. about that? You're not a starving kid in Africa. Yeah. Like maybe you should think about somebody else for yeah, a chance. Get out. <laughs> All right. And okay. it actually helps so much. I can see that. Like sometimes when you're in the moment and you're crying, I'll be like, This is. Listen. Mm, I just don't think that like you really understand why you're crying. 
nothing gets you out of like a good cry fest than a glimpse of yourself in the mirror. <laughs> Dude, that'll sober you so right bad. up. Right up. It's you you so never bad. looked worse. This is unrelated, but have you ever asked a man when the last time he cried was? Yeah, you always get dumb answers. I'll be like, um, 2002. Yeah. Like, uh, three years ago. It'll be something like horribly traumatic in like their youth. And I'm like, you haven't, <laughs> you haven't like, cried since then? Uh, I, I cry I broke... when like people look at me wrong. Yeah. Yeah, I cry like at least two times a month. It's, yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, like when I broke both my legs on the ski it's, lift. They're like, oh, my dog died. Down. I was 10. Mm, dad yeah. died on the way home. Yeah. yeah. Shed a tear. What? That was 17 <laughs> years ago. <laughs> <laughs> like be a person <laughs> express yourself emotionally it's weird man no, yeah i don't real. get that i don't get that at all okay lauren you, things that you've seen i was younger at the time i was a child so again my perception could be skewed but i feel like i saw a lot of just like kind of busying yourself and mm-hmm. reminding yourself of the other relationships you still have mm-hmm. like like relief focusing on like your children or like your job not in a bad way but just kind of like keeping yourself busy yeah mm-hmm. like not stopping yeah. is kind of what i think i saw kind of trying to fill that that hole with other things in your life yeah mm-hmm. and like continuing to like enjoy life mm-hmm. i feel like was mm-hmm. or doing their best is what i think i saw again it could be different mm-hmm. oh i have a third mine is um getting like you have to put stuff away yeah it is I, I can't do it i'd say within like 10 minutes of every breakup i've ever had i've gotten rid of photos yeah because mm-hmm. i just like i don't understand how people go through breakups and keep them right like doesn't yeah. it hurt so much worse to be reminded of those and like i'd say the majority of gifts that i've gotten or notes or anything like that i've immediately like either got That's rid of I either got rid of them or put them away to where I, I don't have to see them at all. Yeah. Yeah. I do think that is healthy to a degree. I also think it's healthy sometimes to not like throw them away, but just like put them away, like put them away. Cause you might look back on that later in your life and the feelings are not as intense and you can mm-hmm. look back on it as like, it obviously didn't work out the way you wanted it to, but it was still, like, a positive thing that happened to you in some yeah, ways. still like, a big part of your life. Exactly. Like, there was good memories and things you learned from it, and you can still find meaning in that. Mm-hmm. But I do think that's the difference between being, like, feeling versus thinking. Yeah. Like, I don't know if that would work for everybody. No, yeah. that might be a good point. Because I feel like in that moment, I'm like, well, it's, like, how is it going to benefit me right. to keep this? Mm-hmm. It's a very logical response. Yeah. But I have still have things from, like, everybody that I dated. Mm. Um, and it does, like, I feel a connection to those things. Yeah. Of, like, meaning with it. Even though it didn't work out. Yeah. yeah. I might be but too I, sentimental for that approach. True. You but think I, so? But I do think I did need... I wallowed too much with the first one. Mm-hmm. I think I kept those things and I, I didn't put them away and it did hold me back. Yeah. I think it would have been better to, like box that up and let it go earlier instead of like wallowing for as long as I did yeah like now I can look at those things and not be as upset like those emotions aren't as attached to it but at the time that wasn't a super healthy thing I did Mm. yeah I also feel like it hurts a lot to look at least what I think of to like look at something that someone gave you and know that that feeling in the moment is just not true it's like no longer relevant. Mm-hmm. And so I look at it, I'm like, well, why do I even have this? This isn't true. This isn't accurate. Yeah. It's not a reflection of our relationship now. So like, why am I looking at this? Yeah, like what you saw it. But again, that's feeling versus thinking probably. Mm-hmm. I've never thought about that. I think, I think that is true. But I think just because it's not the way you feel now doesn't mean like it wasn't the way you felt in the moment. Mm-hmm. And like it doesn't make the feeling untrue. It just means that like time has passed and that feeling isn't true now. Yeah. yeah. But again, I do think it's a huge feeling versus thinking thing. Yeah. Well, that's all I have for today. It's all my questions. Mm-hmm. I do actually want to do another episode on breakups because I feel like you could go into that a lot. But 
Thanks for having us on. Yeah. Shocked you could afford me. (laughs) (laughs) Grateful you had me for your first episode. Yeah, I had to scrounge up the retainer. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You're welcome. Lauren Lauren earns a lot. She's she's worth a lot. A mint. This was fun. This was fun. All right. All right.